Welcome to another episode of Nipe Story. This is a fortnightly podcast that brings you audio versions of short story fiction from Kenya and across the continent. I'm your host, Kevin Mwachiro. And on this episode, we're featuring Hoodmates by Pauline Awar. What are you up to? I asked. I'm going back home to take some pictures for my foundation, was the answer. For us hood folk, no matter where we land, especially if we survive the hood, then it is forever home, because we remember how far we've gone. And no matter what trauma and hardships we suffered, we remember this time through rose-tinted glasses. What? Going back home home, I said. Yes, won't be there for long, but we can meet after. No way, I'm coming with you. I'm going home too. And so we set off. First stop, Kaloleni, Ololo, for a walk and picture taking. You see, for them Americans to give their hard-earned cash, we have to reaffirm our poverty and massage their savior ego. But today, I'm not on that soapbox. I'm seven years old, visiting a relative in Kaloleni, eating peanuts that Nyarido, my uncle, has bought us. I'm seven years old, waiting for the medicine man to bring a variety of roots that need to be boiled and maybe washed with it. You see, at age seven, I have terrible eczema and the many trips to Aga Khan, courtesy of the KQ medical cover, has not helped. Dana knows the cure. And so off we go to Kaloleni. We say hi to Mama. She's shocked to see me. I'm happy to see her. And of course, I come bearing gifts. I know she loves flowers and these are bright orange. My mama loved orange. Mothers are precious and I do miss my own mama. So I channel that love to any mother I come across, especially my friends' moms. These houses looked much bigger in our seven. They seem shrunken, but we have grown. This takes me back to the sights and sounds of our homes growing up. Wow, it must have been loud with laughter, joy, tears, and hopes. We walk around the old neighborhood. There is a beautiful old building that was a maternity clinic back in the day. A safe place, walking distance from any home for mothers to welcome new life. The library is next, open, recently renovated. The social hall still stands, and there is a handball pitch too. Hmm, handball, I inquire. Yes, it's been here since our childhood. This estate was planned. Every common space has a tree. The wooden shutters, painted green and that city council sky blue, are still present. I am seven years old, eating peanuts as I wait for the medicine man. Next stop is my hood, Jericho. Jogorod has changed, but it's still the same. Bama Market, where we bought live cuckoos for those special Sundays, still stands. The more things change, the more they stay the same. We exit Jogorod as we remember the number 7 and 8B bus routes. Long live Kenya bus service. Bahati Estate is still the same. Jennifer would get off here. She was beautiful. Arab-looking Kamba girl. Evelyn Tay's cousin. Next, Evelyn and David would get off at Kimathi. These were the eight houses. Three bedroom stand-alone homes. Yo. I was then in the bus by myself or with Agnes till Jerry. Funny, no one lived in Jerusalem or of Jericho. Maybe they did. We just didn't take the same bus. Welcome to Trench Town. The sign greeted me as the bus turned into my road. Then I knew I was home safe. Odukoso, the big shops, 
the main shopping center, our mall. I ate mtura there and ferried metal birikas of soup from there to neighbors' homes. I got my shoes mended there at the cobbler outside the bar. My feet grew like weeds. No new shoes. Mended shoes for me. My mama's local. Drinking those small tuskers with my godmother and various aunties. Laughing. The field next to the dukas was where the monthly open-air movies were screened. To this day, I wonder who was behind that. Bringing a screen and projector and showing a free movie to the masses. Then, the clinic. The clinic where you had to buy an empty small bottle for your cough medicine. In the hood, Activid came in five-liter jerrycans. The clinic where Sarehe boys volunteered during the holidays. Them in their very colorful uniforms. Ever so smart. Patrick Shaw smart. The clinic that I ran to when I broke my toe, which was not set properly, and has given me wahala ever since. I remember that day clearly because my uncle Cliff was there volunteering that day. The game was tapu, or bladder, or chamkebe. Anyway, I ended up with a broken toe that healed funny. St. Joseph's, my nursery and local Catholic church. Weird place, looking back. Lots of light-skinned kids, pointies, running around. The only white jamas were there. Yep, enough said. We drive to the parking lot. I'm 12 years old. I loved a boy from that house. He smelled so good. Old Spice, I remember. First place I ever had Tracy Chapman. His brother was playing his guitar to fast car. But alas, he was smelling good for somebody else. Celestine's house. Her mother told her not to talk to me because I knew too much. Celestine got pregnant in standard eight. <laughs> Clearly, I knew nothing. Wiki's house. Wycliffe. His full name was too long for us kids. First boy and last male who ever slapped me. I had my brother defended me by giving him a thorough beating. The joys of big bros in the hood. Hillary's house. Now that was an anomaly. Hillary lived there with his mom. The end. Just him and his mom. In that huge two-bedroomed house. My family of five kids was the smallest. The average was eight kids. We had a cousin and house help living with us. We slept in one room. <laughs> so you see, the thought of just Hillary, alone, in the room, solo, that was mind-boggling. Owanjo saw the big field. Looks so small now. Walking to church along the Bougainvillea fence. Wondering why the boys are allowed to watch football whilst I have to go to church. Oti Papa, towering tall, the coach, superstar. Someone scores, the crowd goes wild. I walk to church. I am 10, walking across the field after school to the far, far corner to buy deep-fried mohogo, laughing with my two mates, Pauline and Mami. Pure bliss. Then mushrooms are having a jam rehearsal session. The drums sound good. I fall in love with the guitar. We eat and listen. Thomas' house. First real rejection. I am 15, going on 16. Standing in the kitchen, the garlic kitchens of Jerry. Gathered courage to go in for a kiss. Dude jumped back as if I was about to stab him. Not to self. Don't make any sudden movements towards the male species. They're somewhat fragile when not in control. Years later, we're back in the kitchen. Him from Sweden, me from my new hood. He lost his dad, I'm saying Polly. And I remind him, I, 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 watch a story, Posh, my hood nickname. We laugh and he goes, Lakini, you're free kujaributena.
the car park, with the Masai Wochi wrapped in his Raymond blanket armed with his bow and arrow. It must have been a good year for Pujo. Everyone seemed to own one, or so it seemed. There was the occasional Datsun, Nissan, and my mama's VW, KGG908. My street, our house. Laughter. It is a Saturday and mama is having habura. She's laughing. My aunties are laughing, gossiping, listening, helping, soothing, accounting for the monthly contributions. They're drinking and laughing and Franco plays in the background. Sisterhood, this is what it looks like. Joy, earth, wind and fire blast from the record player. I'm mesmerized by this parkly cover. Fear, people running. Horses, what? Horses in Jericho, screams, the 82 coup has arrived. Tears, loud wailing, my uncle's death, HIV, early days, he makes it into Newsweek. Violence, Mwizi, comes a rallying call. We all pour out of our homes. Nyerere with a panga, blood everywhere. Letter mafuta. Later on, I wonder how witnessing that affected us, kids. Domez. The wall shook, my neighbor battering his wife. Her head made contact with the wall. The late night knocks, the crying, black eye, broken bone, letting in a weeping female who needs to make it to hospital. Clear thought goes through my child mind, never Maria Kisi or a Luo for that matter. The big easy, remembering the lazy Sunday afternoons, footballers walking home, Leonard Mambopotela asking us, Jay, who knew Nguana? The only time I think low men my dad's age attempted to understand Swahili. The bus stop. My stop. Three stops and I'm home. The bus stop where Mwangi gathered courage and gave me a love letter via Freddy. In their Martini uniform. Martini, which I later realized was Martin Luther King Primary School. Go figure. Mwangi from Ziwani. As I got off the 8B, he got on. At times he didn't. He sat there with a clear view of our kitchen and veranda. Young love. I turned him down gently. He swore to love me for it. The Umbemo tree. Weeping willow I discovered years later in my adulthood. The Kelke the day, go bring a stick. God help you if you got a dry one. It had to be flexible. So as it came down on you, you were dead just from the swishing sound it made. I am nine in standard three. I have a toothache. I take a nap after lunch and I miss my afternoon classes. The maid reports me to my dad with glee. The om I die a thousand deaths. I am sick, in pain, my tooth. All my dad hears is that I skip school. Like that is my fucking nature. I pick a nice flexible one because even in my misery, I want to be good and obedient and get a good caddy. I have seen this guy cane my brother, watched my brother cry, my defender, my hero against the hood boys. I can't imagine that wrath raining down on me. My dad is speaking. I can't hear him. I am dying. Can't he see? I am crying. I am the good one. I am screaming. I am not lying. He raises his arm. I pee. Right there where I stand. He looks at me in shock. I look at him in shock. He tells me to go shower. He never raises his hands again to me. But everyone else got it, sadly. That is why... Only one boy has ever slapped me. One. Once. The end. The hood. We connected at a basic level. No pretense. No explaining. No pity. 
no judgment, just simple memories. The medicine man, the bus ride, Sunday football, them mushrooms, the weeping willow, which caused a lot of weeping, love, young and acquainted love, friends, rest in peace, mommy, Tracy Chapman, Old Spice. I am 45, standing in an empty car park, facing a one so. The Bougainville is long gone. There is a stone wall instead, protecting the space from land grabbers, Kenya. The grass and red soil are now gone. It is astroturf. Kids play in their bright yellow jerseys, dreaming. Oti Papa would be proud. I wonder about Celestine, Wiki, and Hillary. Me, at 45, standing in the car park. Old spice in my memory, but now not quite old spice, but an expensive scent. Tracy in my memory, and very the storyteller on my mind. Football in the background, and in front of me, home. Hoodmates was read to you and written by Pauline Awar. Pauline Awar is a program manager by day and burgeoning writer after midnight. Hoodmates is the first of hopefully many stories to come from her. She's a fan of good stories, storytelling, and considers life to be an inspiration as she dives into the writing space. Thank you, Pauline, for sharing this lovely piece with us that has evoked so many memories of a different Nairobi. A Nipe Story is available to download wherever you get your podcast from. Please write a review, rate and share this podcast with your people. You can follow us here on SoundCloud, on Facebook, we are Nipe Story. On Twitter, our handle is Nipe underscore story. Nipe Story is a finger piano production. <laughs> <laughs>